Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mark Denny. I'm on the radio. The music just turns me on. Atom Radio. Here we go with episode 75 of the best bits of Drive Time. Hello, it is the podcast. This is Mark Denham from Drive Time. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday between 3 and 7 on atomradio.co.uk and I'm back. Last week I only managed to do Monday and to be honest I didn't do a podcast on that because last week I had lost my voice. This week it's back so you had to enjoy me back on the uh, on the show and that means that you now get to enjoy the best bits of drive time. Get yourself a cuppa, grab a beer whatever time you're listening, do whatever you want to do, just enjoy the podcast and don't forget at the end subscribe and today is national sicky day uh if you're at work apparently you are a fool hold on i am at work The rest of the UK is apparently in bed today. According to national statistics, workers are more likely to call in sick on February the 3rd, with an estimated 350,000 employees taking this day off in the UK alone. Uh, That was the statistics from 2017. This cost the economy £45 million. Why today? Researchers suggest it could be anything from people going to job interviews after re-evaluating life after Christmas, first weekend since dry January, too cold and too dark to go outside, or workers just not feeling it. Well, hang on a minute. If it's your job, uh, then surely you should go. Some of the worst excuses that uh, people have come up with, though, for having a sick day. You ready for this? Uh, I've got Ebola. It's no joking matter, surely. I'm allergic to wearing yellow shirts. He had to tell his manager he was allergic to wearing the yellow polo shirt, which was the uniform of the firm that he worked for. I've got fridge flu. What is fridge flu? Uh, never heard of that. It's foggy in my house. A uh, man had left a window open uh, and then claimed the fog was so deep he couldn't see his clock to get up in time. The cat has pinched my house keys. How's that a sick day? Uh, the dog ate my specs. That's a bit of a problem if you can't see, I suppose. I've lost my voice. Now, that was my genuine reason last week. Like, if you had uh, attempted to speak to me last Thursday, Thursday, I couldn't speak at all on Friday. Oh, oh, it wasn't good. Uh, I was savaged by a seagull. I've injured myself leaking like a, uh, leaping even like a salmon. And I'm in prison were all the uh, top 10 naff and unbelievable excuses that people gave last year. 
to or in 2017 rather to have a day off work sick i mean come on if you are going to come up with one why not just be genuine like if you're sick then yeah you're entitled to a sick day a friend of mine was sick last week and was made to work from home when she rung in rather than having a sick day but if you are sick then have a genuine sick day be honest and be genuine with your reason if you're not sick Get up in the morning, get your backside out of bed and get to work. Drive time with Mark Denham. A McDonald's delivery driver had his car seized by the police in Nottingham. This was last Tuesday uh, when they discovered the driver did not have the correct insurance cover. Now, this delivery driver uh, was on their way to deliver a McDonald's. Luckily, the customer didn't miss out on their Big Mac and fries as officers delivered the fast food order right to the door. What about that, eh? The police get a lot of stick, don't they? And stuff like that. But what about that? Uh, they're actually, like, at least delivering the order before then, like, seizing the car and processing the prisoner. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago we had this debate, didn't we, about what colour socks you could wear with what? This was based on a conversation me and my friend Amy had. And we didn't really solve it. It was all to do with, can you wear black socks with white trainers? Now, uh, if you remember, I said absolutely never, ever white socks with black trainers, never, ever. But you could do it the other way around. Amy said, no, 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 you can't. Well, I am now asking something slightly different because earlier on today, I saw a lady in black leggings and the biscuit-like colored Timberlands. And she had her leggings tucked into her socks, which you could then see above her Timberlands. So we're talking black leggings and the biscuit-coloured Timberlands. I don't know what they're officially called, but anyway, that's what she had on, and she had on white socks. Now, I've asked Amy, and she says, it doesn't really matter because you shouldn't be able to see the socks. But the point here is the leggings were topped into the socks and you could see them. So what colour socks should she be wearing? She had on white. I'm thinking because it's black leggings, she should have had on black socks. That's my thoughts on it. Mark Denham with Drive Time. In the UK, branded school uniforms could soon be banned, allowing parents to save hundreds of pounds a year. This is a uh, a new law uh, uh, proposed by Shadow Minister for Employment, Mike Amesbury. And uh, I agree with him. But then I'd go a step further altogether. Do uniforms still need to exist? If you are, say, working in somewhere where you need to be identifiable as a staff member, have a uniform. If you're working somewhere like a lab where you need to wear a coat and all that, uh, then wear a uniform. If you go to school where you don't need to wear a uniform, don't wear a uniform. I haven't come in here in a uniform. I've got my shirt on, I've got my jeans on and my trainers. That's it. Why do you need to wear a uniform for school or work or stuff like that? What's it all about? Drive time with Mark Denham. Soho streets were evacuated earlier today after an unexploded World War II bomb. Now, obviously, you can't do nothing once you've found it. But let's be honest, World War II finished in 1945. That means it's been there for a very, very long time. So, you know, you can't do nothing now that you've found it. But what are the chances as it sat there all that time, non-exploded? What are the chances of it going off now? Probably not very high, are they, if I'm honest? Mark Denham, Denham. Do you ever stop and think sometimes? How do I know this? You know, like just random stuff, like obviously... 
There's there's knowledge that you would need to know, like, you know, reading, writing, stuff like that. You'd need to know that. But do you ever just think, like, you know, when somebody asks you something and you trot off the answer straight away, and then you think, hang on a minute, how do I actually know this? Like, somebody asked me something this morning, and I had the answer bang off the top of my head, and I thought, wait a minute, like, why do I know this random nonsense? Do you ever stop and think, like, how do we pick up all this random trivia that we know? Mark Denham with Drive Time. Donna Summer, this time I know it's for real. Is it? Of course it is. We're here till seven. Tom Walker, better half of me. And the Doobie Brothers, what a fool believes. Thank you, Lily, for your email. Have you ever thought of doing one of these quiz shows on the TV? Could win yourself some money. Do you know what? Like, the stuff I know, though, Lily, is not really relevant, is it? Because, I mean, I suppose I could do Mastermind, couldn't I, where they do a, uh, a general knowledge round, and then you get to pick your specialist subject. But you can't really say... Random nonsense is my specialist subject, can you? I don't know that that would be accepted, but yeah, do you know what? I would love to do a quiz show, but I just don't think I'm clever enough for it, if I'm honest. Drive time with Mark Denner. Hello, Corrine Miller and Adam Carroll. They've been together for a month. They went on a trip to Atlanta to celebrate their birthday. Although they were enjoying spending time together, they were on a tight budget. To save money on drinks, they pretended to get engaged to get free drinks at a bar Adam got down on one knee and asked Corrine to be his wife. Uh, through laughter, Corrine said yes. The rest of the people in the bar cheered, and amazingly, their plan worked, and they got shots from strangers. Wow. Uh, they're both 29. They're both from Alabama. Uh, they went on to another bar, said they were celebrating their engagement and got more drinks. So there you are. If you're going out this weekend in your skin, just go out and get pretend engaged. Atom Radio. Drive time with Mark Denham. 5.16. There is a list of the most hated workplace phrases. All right. And uh, I will tell you in a moment how you can avoid them. There's 33 of them on there. Takeouts, breakout, actionable, circle back, reach out, move the needle, ideation. No idea what that is. Uh, Take that offline, deliverables, comfort zone, put it on ice, drill down, window of opportunity, moving forward, off piste, out of the loop, paradigm shift, get the ball rolling, stick a pin in it, park that, low hanging fruit, on my radar, ducks in a row, thought shower, e-meet you, ping an email, brainstorm, game changer, blue sky thinking, going the extra mile, outside the box, no brainer, and touch base is the most hated one. Mark Denham, Denham. A, uh, a lady called Nikki, she is 33 years old, her name is Nikki Belton. She has a cleaning company, and her cleaners will come and clean your house, uh, but at a cost of up to £95 an hour. Hmm. It's going to be very expensive, isn't it, if you have a big house? The reason that they are so expensive is because they will either strip down to their lingerie, their underwear, uh, and they will do your cleaning. Um, you can have either lingerie, topless, or fully naked. Uh, and this ranges from £75 an hour to £95 an hour. The boss of the company, Nikki, uh, everybody said, well, you know, why are you making other people do it? You wouldn't do it. She has then actually stripped off and done it in her underwear. So uh, I don't know how much that is, but she stripped off and done it in her underwear. Uh, she does say, our cleaners aren't sex objects. They're there to do a job. Why would you pay £95 an hour for somebody to clean your house naked when you could get a cleaner for probably £9 an hour? 
Why would you pay that if you weren't thinking about it sexually, like watching a naked person do your cleaning? Now, I was thinking this could be a job for me because people would probably pay £95 just for me to put my clothes back on for the hour. Drive time with Mark Denham. Customers then, come on. If you've ever worked in retail or hospitality or anything like that, you'll know customers with absurd requests are almost part of the job description. But a Twitter user has managed to get people to uh, discuss some of the most ridiculous ones uh, that they've had. Uh, Somebody asked, what was the most ridiculous demand a customer has made of you? I'll go first. When I was working retail, a woman once demanded, I pick her up from the Botox apartment with my car and bring her to the mall to shop. I should add that she uh, framed this like it was a great opportunity for me because she would shop with me and I would make great commission. Ah, Uh, Another one, I had a customer who would come in twice a week and order a lukewarm latte with one shot of espresso. Shot decaf, two splendor, one equal and three ice cubes. She would take a drink and complain it was too hot every time. Uh, Or another one, while working at a bakery, my friend was asked to put a loaf of sliced bread into the oven to bake it back into a uh, single loaf. Uh, And finally, working at a children's toy store, a mum came in to return a yo-yo claiming it was broken. I examined the toy, found nothing wrong. They played with the yo-yo in front of her and was just like, I don't know, it's not working now. She didn't even have a receipt for this yo-yo either. There you go. There's episode 75 of the podcast. Thank you so much indeed for having a listen this week. You can subscribe, of course, on iTunes, on Google and on Spotify. What about those naked cleaners, though, eh? I mean, would you really pay... £95 an hour for a naked cleaner? Um, No, would be my honest answer. And then she says, they're not sexual. Well, then why would you pay £95 an hour to have someone come and clean your house if it isn't? I just don't get it. Drive time back on Monday, 3 o'clock on atomradio.co.uk. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. If you're listening in the week, if you're listening in the week, get the show on 3 o'clock UK time, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday or Friday. Subscribe to this podcast and then next week you will be notified automatically when we upload yet another episode of Absolute Nonsense. Enjoy your week.